Can you believe it's Wednesday? It's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. And this is the debut of Doing It All, live with Lisa Santiago McNeil. That's me. Most of you already know me. If you don't, I am glad that you've stopped by. I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. I am a best-selling author. I am a publisher. I am an empowerment coach that helps awesome heart-centered healers and coaches to go from impact to income by building their business and their brand. And I am excited to be here spending time with you talking about some of my favorite things, faith, fashion, feelings, food, and of course, fabulousness. This show is Everything that I love, but don't always get to focus on. And I just wanted to have an opportunity to bring you guys into sort of my space, into my thought process, into the heart of where so much of what I am grateful to have learned to manifest began. It began with faith. It began with faith. And so often people get caught up in faith. Either they have it or they don't, or they have a hybrid of it and they don't understand it. Hey, thank you guys for joining and for tuning in to doing it all live with Lisa Santiago McNeil, Faith, Fashion, Feelings, Food, and fabulousness. I am so excited. So excited. So excited. I'm so excited. So um, wanted to really break it down, right? Because we're going to be taking a journey over the next, I don't know, season together. Hey, and this journey is, is going to include all the things that make my heart sing and sometimes make me laugh and smile and cry. And hopefully you will enjoy this journey too. I'll be sharing with you guys over the next few months a lot of people, places, and things that I think are awesome, 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 awesome. Hey, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining. Please share, share, share. If you're interested, if you want to invite someone else, I greatly appreciate it. Again, we are going to be talking about faith, fashion, feelings, food, and fabulousness. And today we'll be talking about all of them, but each show will, ne will not necessarily encompass all of them, but there will be uh, some of them in every show. So today, I just want to explain where I'm coming from with all of the different elements, if that makes sense. Um, faith was a place that I got to grow into after understanding that my faith was my own. So I'm grateful that there was a lot of faith, structured faith, um, that shored up my faith and that helped me to really, um, to really become even stronger in my faith. But the biggest aspect and element of faith that I want to talk about and I want to be able to expose is the faith that is yours alone. It's your faith. So for example, I'm going to be talking about my faith. For a long time, 
I was only comfortable embracing and talking about the communal faith experience, the Christian faith experience, right? The faith that we were raised in where we know the commandments, we know the Beatitudes, we know the scriptures, we can quote them and we are taught to live by them in black and white. And for a long time, that was the only measure that I had of faith, although even at that time, I realized that there was another element to my faith, a faith that was not institutionalized, but rather a faith that was innate within me, a faith that I had born through a relationship that always existed as much as people tried to convince me otherwise. That faith was more secure while at the same time being less understood, meaning that I felt comfortable and confident in it, but I didn't know how to share it with others because every time I tried to share my own faith, I was either met with, oh, I understand your faith. You're a Christian. I understand your faith. You, you're you Muslim. I understand your faith. You must be this, this, this. And they would try to classify my faith aside from understanding that all of those things were good and all of those things might uh, be similar to my faith and all of those things might um, help me in my faith, but those are not my faith. Those are traditions, systems, institutions, religions, whatever you want to call them, but those were not my faith. My faith was in my relationship with God directly because I knew him to be there even in some of the worst situations that I had ever gone through. I knew him to be there before I understood the name God or uh, Christianity or any, any name. I understood this power that was both within me and outside of me that was both greater than me and every part of me at the same time. And it has taken me almost 53 years to get to the place where not only can I embrace it for myself without apology. I can also feel comfortable helping others to connect with their own faith, their own personal relationship, their own feelings, their own intimacy with God without, and this is very, very important because people continue to think that this is so black and white, without infringing upon a <clears throat> institutionalized religion, an institutionalized faith, a system of faith. No, they're not mutually exclusive. You can have one and the other, or you can have one or the other. And I realize that everybody doesn't like that. Uh, they don't appreciate it. They don't embrace it. They say, you've got to only have one and that's it. 
And if that's all that they can have, well, then that's your faith. You get to have that. Um, but I don't. I don't. I don't. Not at all. I feel like uh, God has given me so much understanding of who he is through our personal relationship and through the intimacy that I got with scripture, with with all of the research and everything that I got, finding my way to him and helping me to be able to both manifest and help others to manifest, which is what I most, most, most enjoy more than anything at all is manifestation. Uh, you might call it miracle making. Um, you may call it walking by faith, but I call it manifesting, manifesting the things that are intended for you that you're intended to have. And you can actually create them because you are co-creators with the universe. Well, let's kind of step away from that a little bit so that we can talk about some other things. Now, and we'll come back to it. You're welcome to interact with me here uh, on the live feed. Some of these will be pre-recorded. Some of them will be live. Today we are live. It is uh, it is the debut, debut, the first recording. So we are live. But sometimes segments will be recorded. Sometimes segments will be live. I plan to uh, have some pre-recorded segments for you. I plan to have some guests on for you. All of those things to look forward to. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. I love it. We'll get to love it together. So we talked about faith. We, yeah, we talked about faith. Now let's talk about fashion. First of all, let me tell you, I have a love-hate relationship with fashion. For real. And I'm going to try not to cry in the first broadcast, but you know, I keep it real and I feel my feelings. And if my feelings include crying, then crying is what we're going to do, right? Here's why it's a love-hate relationship. Love-hate relationship with fashion is because I love trendy things and I love things that are shiny and I love things that are well-made and that fit me well. And I have a body type that they try to pretend that there is hardly any of us, or at least that is the case with the stores, but I'm trying to find clothes that are both fashionable and fit this body right now are often a struggle that I just, there's no way, there's no other way that I can put it. It's a struggle. Whether I'm going to a plus size um, store or I'm shopping online, or if I'm in a regular store in the plus department, all of those things are still very, very challenging for me to find fashionable pieces that are in my size as well as in style, in my size and in style. So for example, today I am rocking, I'm rocking, I'm rocking a, oh, I wish the camera could go back so you can see all of
I don't know what happened there. But so I'm wearing a peplum, which is really, really works well with my body type because it does camouflage, right? See, see, it camouflages, but it's still got flair and it's cute and it's beautiful. Yay! Thank you, Beverly. <laughs> so the fashion in this, I'm grateful. I bought this from uh, Demona Debrew. This top was in her Fab Glam online um, online store, and I saw it. I know that peplums work for my body, and I got it right away. So I loved it. Thank you, Beverly. So I got it right away. And uh, and the most frightening thing for me was that I got it and I didn't I wasn't able to try it on. That for me is peril because I always feel like I'm going to get something that looks great, looks great online, but it doesn't fit me. So trying things on is really, really important, but you can't always try it on. Like I said, in this case, I couldn't try it on because I bought it online and it really came out good. I'm glad that it did. I'm glad I took the risk and it worked. It paid off. So that was great. Um, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. I encourage you that whatever size that you're in, that you find what works for your size and you invest in your size now, as well as if you desire to fit in another size. That is going to bring me to my feelings, right? My feelings. Again, 52 years of living and I have consistently had feelings about my size and about my weight that were not mm, not necessarily positive. I was challenged with these feelings, um, although I have always uh, been confident or worked confidently to share my feelings or share present myself in a confident and positive way, there's still always been a tremendous amount of discomfort with my size. Uh, no matter what size I have, no matter what size or age I've been, I've always been more, uh, I've always been bigger than I wanted to be at that particular age and size. And so now you get to look back at some of the smaller sizes and you're like, oh, I wish I was that size. But when you were that size, you weren't that happy about it. So feeling my feelings has been a big part of managing my relationship inside and out and also with manifestations. You might wonder, what do those feelings have to do with manifestation? Well, those feelings affect everything. When you don't feel confident in yourself, when you don't feel your best, it affects every element of your life's execution. And sometimes wrongfully so, rightfully so or wrongfully so. Oh, thank you, Beverly. I appreciate that. Sometimes rightfully so and sometimes wrongfully so. But I realize that and 
as I continue to improve my confidence in whatever size I'm in or size I am, I also realized that there were some drawbacks to some of the confidence that I was able to manifest, right? Because I was able to, am able to be very comfortable in my size. I am cute. I get it. I'm grateful for that. But I do believe that there are health drawbacks to carrying the weight that I carry. And because of that, I can't rest in the fact that I know how to dress it up and I can make it look good and all of those things. So I get to address my feelings and decide, am I, am I, is it only important that I look good? Or is it also important that I get to stay here so that I can help those that I have been uh, chosen to support in their journey to growth and development, in their journey to help others to evolve from and to where they are? Um, and, and, And I get to choose that. In choosing that, I have to admit that I go back and forth. I go back and forth. And right now, I am currently working very, very diligently to do both at the same time. I've never tried that before. In the past, I will embrace my size and and go out of my way to stand in my confidence and ignore my weight, ignore what I'm eating, ignore the signs, if you will, the handwriting that's on the wall, right? But And then other times I have faced the handwriting on the wall and and gone out of my way to change everything about what I'm eating and exercising and doing all those things. And that didn't work either. And so what I am doing right now is finally finding a middle ground. And you guys are going to go on that journey with me as well, where we will get to focus on not just the fashion, but we're going to also focus on the food. We will have some cooking segments, some where I'm cooking something, some where I'll have a guest on cooking from their fantastic kitchen. kitchen. And uh, I look forward to that. Absolutely. I will have the cooking. Um, I have been cooking every day. Uh, since Monday, I have lost um, about a pound a day cooking and eating consistently like I am supposed to. And it hasn't been much of a challenge because it's been in line with my overall objective. And that is to love me where I am, to have faith in God to come with me and to be able to uh, shed this weight. So every day, and I know today is only Wednesday, right? But This week, I have eaten five meals a day every day, two and a half hours apart. Uh, I have done 5,000 steps every day, and I am cooking every day. I have avoided uh, sugars and sweets every day, and I have been focused on drinking my water. Now, I also drank juice today, which I don't typically do because there's sugars in that juice. So that's going to affect my numbers tomorrow. But 
lots and lots of um, vegetables, lots and lots of moving, and just truly focusing on both feeling better and looking better at the same time. The other thing that I have been doing, you guys might have noticed, is I have been dressing up in my outside clothes. My outside clothes. I don't know if my outside clothes work like your outside clothes, but yes, thank you. Three pounds has been a pound a day. Thank you so much, Beverly. One pound per day since uh, Monday. Um, my outside clothes help me to feel better about myself. I still, of course, would love to be outside, but because I'm conscientious about my health and I realize that there is more for me to do on this earth, that I am social distancing. And so I am not overly spending time outside. I'm focusing on being outside only as necessary. And I am focusing strongly on um, staying home, preparing my foods, doing my exercise, drinking my water and doing those things. So on the food scope, I'm going to also share with you another tip that I got um, five years ago, maybe. No, it might be 10 years ago when I actually started this journey uh, successfully at one time working on the food and it was called or it is called the five p's so the first p is for pray starting this journey trusting god with it uh with both this video journey with the food journey the fashion journey the feelings journey all of the fabulousness journey right it starts with pray with p for, for pray the next P is plan. I have to plan everything that I do, everything that I wear, every place that I go, and everything that, that, that I eat, as well as what I think and what I consume. When I say consume, I'm not only talking about food. I'm talking about the consumption of uh what I'm listening to, because the word of God says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So this faith, this hearing, thank you so much. Oh, Beverly says your clothes are great and your heart is greater than you will ever know. I appreciate that, Beverly. Um, so if if faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, right, then I also have to be conscientious about what I hear, what I consume in my ears and my eyes. So planning what I watch, what I eat, what I wear, what I think, who I'm with, all of those things are part of the manifestation process that brings me to a holistic me plan and then purge. That's the third P, it's purge. That P was initially just about getting the unhealthy foods out of the house, right? Because it's so difficult already to focus on eating healthy if you've got these things that can sabotage your goals. One of the things that I've learned on this journey from my many, many coaches is um, that sugar is an addiction. 
And so in the process of fighting this addiction for sugar, those cravings can be almost like drugs. Those cravings are like, no, you just need sugar. Like get out of here. You can get a headache from it, all of these different things. And having it in your house is just like having a drug in your house that, and you're trying to get off a drug. So purging the foods, but understand that the purging is not only about the foods because we're talking about the holistic. We're talking about everything, all of us, every aspect of us. And so that purge goes with unhealthy thoughts on uh, healthy people, toxic people that you might have otherwise associated with yourself, toxic places, right? It wouldn't make very much sense for me to go set up if it wasn't social distancing, but for me to go set up and work from Panera Bread with all of those carbs and sugars and treats and stuff like that, for me to sit in a bakery, that's not going to make much sense either, right? So purging the elements that are not healthy for you, purging the elephants, the elephants, the elements that don't work best for you in and your goals that you're trying to manifest. The other P is to prepare. So some people think that plan and prepare are two different things, but plan has more to do with setting the stage and prepare is going into action, is getting ready to go into action. So for example, my plan might be that I'm going to eat five meals a day. I'm going to drink 64 ounces of water a day. Um, and those are those are the things that I'm planning to do. In order to prepare for that, I've got to get the containers that I need for the water. I've got to get the containers that I need for the food. I've got to get the proper food that I want to consume. I need to get... So preparation is the step right before you implement it, right? Or to enable you in your implementation. And then, uh, so that's, that is pray, plan, purge, prepare. And the fifth P is one that I realized needed to be added because at first it was just four P's for a long time. But that fifth P was prayer again. It was the necessity of communicating with God and sitting with myself, seeking strength, giving praise, and expressing thankfulness because there's just no way that it can be accomplished in your own strength. And so I realized that I needed all those things and I needed to double down on that prayer element because it was just a given. It just had to be done. So, pray, plan, purge, prepare, and then pray some more. And you can use that in anything. Amen, Brittany. You can use that in anything that you are attempting to do. Yes, in your food, absolutely, but also in your goals and in the things that you're trying to accomplish, because it really does make a difference in 
getting things done. When you can look at the big picture and all of these pieces and components, then it makes it simpler. It makes it easier to walk in all of these things, your faith, your fashion, your feelings, your food, all of those things together help you to become fabulous. Live your fabulous life. Be everything that you were intended to be. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, unique, and there is nothing else like you. When you embrace that, your fabulousness will just bubble to the surface and there's nothing that can contend with who you are, nothing. And so I will continue this journey and I am going to continue it out loud. There will be times that we will be behind this desk. There's times where we'll be in the kitchen or we'll be at the gym or at the pool or at the lake. We'll be doing it together. We'll be doing it all because you can do all things through him who strengthens you. And it is not by mistake or coincidence that those dreams are bubbling up inside of you. It's not by mistake or coincidence that you have been able to identify the very thing that is supposed to help you to become amazing. Permission to be amazing has already been granted. And I just look forward to taking this journey with you. Thank you for sharing the very first video of Doing It All live with Lisa Santiago. Faith, fashion, feelings, food, and fabulous every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern right here on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Love you.